next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 10. Verse 20 says, many of them said, he has a demon and he is insane. Why do you listen to him? Others said, these are not the sayings of one possessed by a demon. It isn't possible for a demon to open the eyes of the blind, is it? Now, ironically, those who opposed Jesus actually accused him of being possessed by a demon. Can you imagine that? Certainly I can. I mean, here Jesus was a living embodiment of perfect holiness, and they accused him of having a demon. You have to understand that oftentimes such name-calling is just a child's tantrum when men who are really boys don't get their way. But we can be sure to take note of the fact that people dealt with Jesus that way, and thus when we are so treated, we are of great company. Now the longer Jesus ministered, the greater the divide between those who were his and those who were not became. There were and are those who refuse to accept the words and the teachings of Christ because it counters the worldly life they seek to live out. Others were and are willing to look at the evidence of what he had done miraculously in the lives of those in that day, as we see clearly what he is doing in the lives of all of us today. It's hard to argue with a man who was once blind but can now see because of the hand of Jesus. Again, you tell him that Jesus is a fake and a fraud. (laughs) Verse 22 says, It was the feast of dedication in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in Solomon's porch. The Jews, therefore, came around him and said to him, How long will you hold us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Verse 25, Jesus answered them, I told you, and you don't believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify about me. Let me read to you a quote from Napoleon Bonaparte. He said this. He said, Alexander, Caesar, Charlemagne, and I myself have founded great empires. But upon what did these creations of our genius depend? Upon force. Jesus alone founded his empire upon love, and to this very day, millions will die for him. I think I understand something of human nature, he said, and I tell you, all of these were men, and I am a man, but there was none else like him. For Jesus Christ was more than a man. I have inspired multitudes with such an enthusiastic devotion that they would have died for me. But to do this, it was necessary that I should be visibly present with the electric influence of my looks, my words, and my voice. And when I saw men and spoke to them, I lighted up the flame of self-devotion in their hearts. Christ alone has succeeded in so raising the mind of man toward the unseen that it becomes insensible to the barriers of time and space. Now, across the chasm of 1,800 years, Jesus Christ makes a demand which is beyond all others to satisfy. 
He asks, for, the, for that which a philosopher may seek in vain at the hands of his friends or father of his children or bride of her spouse or man of his brother. Napoleon went on, he asked for the human heart. He will have it entirely to himself. He demands it unconditionally and forthwith his demand is granted. Wonderful. In defiance of time and space, the soul of man with all its powers and faculties becomes an annexation to the empire of Christ. All who sincerely believe in him experience that remarkable supernatural love toward him. This phenomenon is accountable. It is altogether beyond the scope of man's created powers. Time, the great destroyer, is powerless to extinguish this sacred flame. Time can neither exhaust its strength nor put a limit to its range. This is it, which strikes me most. I have often thought of it. This is what proves to me quite convincingly the divinity of Jesus Christ. End quote. Jesus in our story was rapidly approaching his final sacrifice. What we have here is a bit of a throwdown between him and the religious powers of the day. This was the time, again, of the Feast of Dedication, which we know better as Hanukkah. And it took place on December 25th. It's the day we celebrate the birth of Christ. It was no doubt, no coincidence as to when Jesus chose to present himself in this manner. Hanukkah, the celebration of life, is fulfilled in the person of Christ. In the last chapter of John, chapter 9, verse 5, Jesus stated clearly for all the world that he was the light of the world, quote-unquote. And despite all that he had done, and all that he had said, these folks still feigned the desire for more clarity. Such a stance of, quote, I still don't get it, end quote, it's a common ploy even to today. It's often used by those who don't get it because they don't want to get it. Despite those who will tell you otherwise, Jesus had already stated clearly that he was the long-awaited Messiah. He had stated clearly on more than one occasion. He told the woman at the well. He told the blind man that was healed. Those who sought him and were open to him, they had no problem acknowledging Christ for who he was and who he is. Jesus points out that uh, something which should actually you know, stop us all in our tracks. And that's acknowledging Jesus Christ as God in flesh. Gang, it's not a matter of evidence and fact. These issues factually are settled in history and in his works. Uh, those which continue even in our midst, uh, in our present day. So what prevents man from such a truth is that they do not want to see. They do not want to believe. It's not ambiguous. It's clear. But the cost is just simply too high. I mean, anyone can say they are something, but in the end, the fruit which comes forth from our lives speaks the reality of who we are. That goes for Jesus and for all those who will follow that claim and that say that they belong to him today. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. 
To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.